Alright, welcome to Pang Stars, Season 3, Episode 3. Today's guest is Marlena Kaisler. She was born on July 13th at 5am in Hamilton. Uh, makes her a cancer. Before I get to her, let's introduce our host, Xiao Pang. I have a big sigh, a really big sigh. I don't know why. I, I ate a lot, I worked a lot, I swam a little bit. And that's it. Marlena has... You know what? I, I was just thinking about how... Uh, I've been to your bathroom like 500 times. <laughs> and I remember that at the very beginning of this year, we didn't know each other. We had never met, even though I've heard of you many times. And I've known, I've known about you for at least... I don't know how many years, but we never met. And at the beginning of the season, now we're like nearing the end, Louis Mould was in your backyard putting all the lights up and helping you put up the tent that is correct i super appreciated that it has been uh a fruitful season uh free of drama i'll backpedal and tell <laughs> everyone <laughs> that i uh i how do i put this it's i'm gonna call it a practice cabaret i have a practice cabaret in my backyard um, and if you're not a bylaw officer <laughs> for the city of Toronto, I kind of run a comedy club out of my backyard. <laughs> the so. new dev. She's the new dev. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I have been there. I heard about it. I was like, oh, wow. And it, it photographs so well, actually. You work in film, so that makes sense. It looks great, and my friends have been able to create, get some really cool photos out of it. I now have tens of, can I say it's tens of hours now? Have I been there for tens of hours? Or um, just ten hours? Not even? That, that, how many hours have I been there? You've probably been there. We've done like four or five. Yeah, so I've yeah. been there tens of hours. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that because I think you've probably been in the space more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> I I built the space mm -hmm. and then I got hired for a job and I work in film. I work in costumes for film and you got, you just got to take the work when it comes and that's what I did cuz you know, you got to pay for you got to pay for the comedy club next year, right? <laughs> so I took the work uh, and I, I set up this club and, you know, to work on my comedy. And then, and then I had no time. <laughs> so, yeah. And it then Lewis runs a show out of there. Yeah. I've just been giving the space to comedians to just, like, do their thing with it. So We've been, uh, we've been using it well, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Lots, um, lots of vibes. <laughs> lots of product productive hours. Sometimes I th we took a break because it was our first year wedding anniversary. Amazing. Wow. Damn. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a real achievement. And that was a nice break. Every time I never know what's going to happen. But every time it's it's great and I have a fun time. Because even if I'm tired or I'm like, oh, I don't know what, what's going to happen tonight. And, you know, when you do the same thing, it's not that you're where you're like, okay, like you think it'll be the same thing because you're technically going to the same place for the same theme show or whatever of course everyone's different but every single time there were some interesting people and every single time I had like a fun time and I loved seeing what the performers would come up with because the room is an interesting one it's one where you can you can say like all kinds of crazy shit and some people might be on one side of the fence or the other so I find it fun to see the reactions because sometimes I'm uncomfortable but the performers are like Charmaine, like this is like we're used to this and that's what we want or whatever. Right. Like it, that to me, I find very interesting. I yeah, I made sure that um, I wanted to involve like everyone that's a part of the comedy community. You know, there's sometimes a bit of a rift between the woke yeah. comedians yeah. and the <laughs> shock comedians. Yeah. And I wanted it to be fair play for everybody to say their piece um even if i didn't agree with what they were saying i do believe in their right to say it so mm -hmm. um i allowed everybody but yeah it's it's a pretty wild space there i put in a billion lewis helped me put in 
a billion twinkle twinkle lights and it's all <laughs> those lights aren't working anymore Half of oh them. i Half uh, of i figured out how to oh. make them work oh. <laughs> um, actually you know what it's kind of better that the the fairy lights at the back don't work because it actually does photograph better now just with like the right thing so but the, you don't get the the wonderful vibes of the it's um you know you know it's part of it i kind of decorated it to be a part of an argument and that is you know in canada comedy is not known as is not recognized as a form of art oh i didn't know that yeah so we don't get any funding mm. from the government oh, of canada right. um music does um you know poetry uh mm-hmm. you know tons of different kinds of arts but comedy is not recognized by as an art form uh which is really ironic because we're pretty w- known for our comedians yes um so uh it was just uh, kind of i think um i looked at the spaces like kind of like okay you know maybe making our spaces a little more artistic might have the effect of on on comedy might might start getting this argument rolling mm. that comedy is actually an art form if what what if i put comedians in an, in a piece of art you know yeah. what would happen that's a really good point actually because it's um yeah because that is like part of like the production and actually it's kind of perfect that you kind of do like uh, costumes and like prop kind of things because it's um yeah the it's visual effect like of the yeah, space is the visual effect is, is like really um important and it does like create an entire vibe um as well as like you know <coughs> being a good host and all that you know and mm-hmm. like curating like a selection of comics that like makes sense people don't really think as much as they should about how it actually like looks and yeah. like set dressing and things like that which you absorb when you watch like tv and film and that and you don't realize like um why it uh is so important because you always take it as like a given with like visual stuff i kind of wanted it to be a place that um you know even if you're watching a comedian bomb you're still happy to be there yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. you're like man that sucked but this is this place is beautiful and crazy and yeah. Yeah, it has, it, it's really fun actually. It's like a Colonel Kurtz Heart of Darkness situation <laughs> when it's raining, the show still goes on, and it's like I like to wear my Tilly hat yeah. if it's like raining because you feel like you're just like in the middle of the jungle or something. <laughs> you could be you could be literally like anywhere in a tent, and it's uh, has a very like I guess it's kind of like part colo- uh, colonizer conquest vibes. Yeah, it is like, yeah, it is kind of like, you know, you stumbled into this thing in somebody's backyard. There's some glowing lights. What is this? You walk down the plastic, you know, the the plastic blank beach blankets and you see a tangled mess of wires in a tree. What is behind this curtain? Oh, you've discovered a backyard oasis, which is also a comedy club, which is actually really fun about it. It's very strange as yeah, well that fun. we always get like real audience members. Yeah, yeah there and are. And it's like... <laughs> different audience members each yeah. time there's yeah. always like a few that's true i, I don't know w- i don't know where they hear about no. the show yeah. but they just dm me and ask for oh. the address uh-huh. and like <laughs> i kind of vet their true. profile to see right. like, you know what they're about who else they follow etc and, and you know right yeah that's true yeah because i don't know because i don't handle the guest list or if it is my friend that i told about that are coming right right so like i actually have been glad to reunite with some friends like one of whom i hadn't seen in two years because he lives uh, like on the other half of the world so that was the first time i saw him and i didn't even know if he was coming i didn't you know you don't hear from people you don't know if they're coming or not yeah so it was nice like in a lot of interesting reunions or connections between you know my two friends who i know from vastly different contexts in different very different time periods of who i was so i'm different people when i knew the first one and the other one and then they got to me and they had fun connecting so i forgot how nice it is to have different various like groups of friends actually meet and like enjoy yeah the process of meeting each other because mm. i forget how like that was taken away from us in the last year because you only might see people you know so like that was actually a spontaneous like you know yeah and culture. even though like things are opened up quote unquote opened up again uh-huh. you still have to like write your name on a piece of paper and like phone number sometimes and there's like this like extra admin 
So it's kind of important there are like spaces where you can actually just, just show like, up. Yeah, you can show up. Where you didn't know like if you were going or not. You yeah. know, like instead of like everyone now has to say what they're doing to yeah. sign into the pool. I liked, you know, introducing a tiny element of of safe chaos <laughs> back into my life with this with this place that I lovingly nicknamed the Love Shack. So that's, you know, it's become a bit larger than life. And I think it's yeah, it's it's. Uh, there's been a l- there's been a lot of people in my backyard and I that I've never met and never will right. meet. <laughs> uh, I should be probably a bit safer as a woman, but uh, fuck it. <laughs> it's probably the most safe that you can. That's true, be. and it, it is very trusting because I would not do. I don't think I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, it's I wouldn't do it. So like you pretty, know, pretty ballsy yes, move, but yes. like, but I it is still, it's cool, yeah. it is and still like fu- out, it is insulated outside, actually, and it is yeah. like as it it could be like in the next door neighbors, or it could be like it could kind of technically be anywhere because I don't know if the house is locked. I feel like it's no, it's I don't fine. think anyone's gonna camp there. I think it has like a, no, yeah. a protective like aura around it. Last year. uh the I have a code on my door. Last year, most of the Toronto stand-up community had the door code to use the bathroom to my house. <laughs> they like, which is like in hindsight, my God, you know, the last person that you should give your door code to is a fucking comedian. <laughs> like, you know what? I think it's probably the safest because I think comedians <laughs> are, ge- are generally very like. Uh, they're not like dangerous they're more like cowardly and like meek and i don't think like they would have the guts to like actually like steal anything or like no it's very that's very it's very rude they like the self-esteem to do that i don't know i feel like you need to have self-esteem to like break a glass or something yeah maybe not (laughs) but i I just think i guess they're clumsy (laughs) that's the issue yeah I think it's a fun community getting to know everyone and there's like s- there is a very large spectrum of people so oh it has yeah. been it has been fun and, and amusing and it just enough drama but not too much yeah not too much so you're like oh my god like I can't deal like there's just enough to keep it fun and <laughs> interesting oh yeah oh it's for fun. sure absolutely <laughs> Um. Yeah, and it was. I'm new. I'm new to comedy. I'm very. I'm pretty. Yeah. Pretty damn new. Yeah. Uh, I started in October, uh, 2019. Oh af- wow! Yeah. After just oh, yeah. Uh, 2019 was just a horrific year. Um. I also got. <laughs> I also um. People listening might not know this, but I'm actually famous. I gen genuinely am famous for losing my pet parrot. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know this. You didn't know this. No, yeah. I didn't know this. Tell. Okay. Yeah, so. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I am famous in Toronto. I was just so in the Toronto Star a couple months ago. Oh. Two years after losing this pet parrot. Basically, I lost this pet parrot. It was like the love of my life, um, and I was devastated when it happened. And I tried to do everything humanly possible to try to get it back uh, because it was a time of year that it would have survived and okay and it was uh and it was a very personable it liked company it liked oh, humans okay. so okay. i knew that it was going to eventually go back to a human and basically mm-hmm. i postered the hell out of toronto oh. um so that people knew that it was my parrot and it was lost yeah. and so that they didn't just keep it as a pet yeah um i think that is what happened uh, is that someone did eventually uh it did go to someone and someone kept it as a pet in the process of putting up i think i can't even tell you how many i think like thousands and thousands of posters people volunteered their time from around the city one mother came from scarborough oh my god um uh, I uh, there's this website there's this Facebook group called uh, Pals Pet Zone. Yes, and I am notorious on that. I oh, honestly really? am. Yes, people. I still so two so f- the story was big enough that two years 
two years after losing that pet and then after a while giving up yeah on 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 it that two years after uh the toronto star did a follow-up story on it and that's how well known the story was and so i was devastated from that i i didn't know how to move on with my life and that's how i got into comedy wow yeah that's how i got into comedy and that is and i continue to make a very strange mark on this city Mm. (laughs) it's you know like it's kind of bizarre like oh the the of course of course the woman that's famous for losing a parrot is also running (laughs) an infamous comedy club out of her backyard true true ground rave yeah yeah i didn't know i'm reading i just read the story you read the story i just read it in the time and like you know, I, I have a beef against Pip because Pip has seen my husband pee and sat on his shoulder like a sicko <laughs> while he went to the toilet. And and I don't know if that's cheating, but if interspecies, I was just like, I don't know if that's cheating. It's it's an animal, but I don't know how innocent Pip is. I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny. But but I see that some people paid for you to speak to a pet medium. How did that go? Oh, man. What was that like? And how many yeah. pet mediums did you speak to? Because that's so interesting. I want to hear. I got to oh, hear about yeah. that. Okay. All right. So, all right. Yeah. Before I get into this, um, that, you know, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people. I totally respect, uh, a lot of different forms sure. of, you know, doing things. Um, cause God knows I don't know everything and the answers to it, but I do generally lead to the I don't believe in this unless a scientist backs it up that's usually but mm-hmm. I was so desperate um, yeah. that at the time I was like okay I'm throwing away all of my opinions and I'm just gonna take help and it, that's what I did and I'm like you know what fuck this fuck this I'm just gonna take help from I am sure. from whoever offers it mm-hmm. um, I'm going to accept and it was like kind of a magical journey doing that because it's like, you know, then other people were a part of this. And this story, like one day I'll actually write, write it out and actually, but sorry, to answer your question, it was, <laughs> it was nuts. Um, it was nuts. And I spoke to, I believe it was four pet mediums. Yeah. All of them, so they didn't know about birds. Are they all based in Toronto? No. Yeah, I wonder where. Yeah. Yeah. No. What's the spread of like. Yeah. Where were they? They were all over the place. Um, there was one woman in Las Vegas. Yes. There was one woman up north. Okay. And like each person had their person. They were like, mm. you know what? I you know you you gotta go to Madam. Sure. Whatever her name was. Mm-hmm. Um. And and each of them, but the see the thing is that the 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 pet okay so the psychics had one way okay mm-hmm. one woman read cards oh okay that was, sure that was the last one sorry I'm thinking through and trying to remember everything the first one was a pet media a, a pet's uh like channeler so, chan- yeah someone that's like supposed to get connect with them the, yeah exactly so that was the first one okay and and she w- and they all said that i wasn't getting it back <laughs> and i was like fuck oh. you i'm still putting up the posters yeah shit yeah so that was i would be so it, mad yeah the pet medium but the thing is that they didn't know mm. like if you're if you're trying to like communicate with a parrot you should know a bit about parrots yeah um people don't know that like parrot there's a lot of parrots that Mm. are like so loyal that if Mm -hmm. i mean bobbin was one of those parrots um that you could go outside and it won't leave your shoulder right yeah only yeah yeah, so and and a lot of these people just weren't educated Uh on like so they were saying things and I'm like, that's not quite right. You don't yeah. know. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But um, I, they, it did end up being all right because I did not get my parrot back. The psychic 
sorry, the card reader. Yeah. I distinctly remember the card reader because <laughs> at the time that this was all going yeah. on, I was also paying my rent by renting out my extra bedroom as an Airbnb. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it was chaos. Wow. Um, oh my God. <laughs> so in the middle of getting this expensive uh, c- card reading from Los Angeles. Oh, oh, of, course it was in, of course it was in LA. Yeah, and of course it was, w- of course it was expensive. Yes. You know, <laughs> and that I don't want to waste this person, you know. Whoever. I'd go for the Las Vegas one myself. Right? Yeah. I I get a knock on the door from my Airbnb guest. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I'm like, excuse me for a minute. Like, with the pet psychic from L.A. I'm like, please, excuse me for a minute. (laughs) Like, letting this woman into the room. Of course, she doesn't answer. Of course, my guest doesn't answer emails the whole day. But the moment I get on the the phone with the L.A. pet psychic... That's when she. That's when she knocks on the door. An LA pet psychic. Damn. Yeah. And I remember just like. It's <laughs> a very. It's a like a. That's very a specific it's profession. It's a very cursed like three words right there. Yeah. The, she, life, yeah. the life of an LA. LA pet psychic. Pet psychic. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna be a pet psychic, <coughs> you should oh be yeah. one in. I'm, assu- I'm assuming he was like a. They were like a. He or she was like a cop who was like corrupt, and then they got like discharged from the force and then they became <laughs> what could i do yeah <laughs> the easiest yeah grift you know <laughs> yeah so anyways that that is that that is part of the story that's Many. a very marlena story you, you, you yeah. you're kind of living your own like weird cartoon <laughs> it's not like I a sitcom it's more like a cartoon the way like these um <laughs> I could I could see it as like it an animated. It would be a good cartoon because there's a lot of I can see it as an animated you know? series. Right. Like You're very colorful. It like parrot, very cute. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I am my yeah, voiced by uh, who would the, who would the parrot be voiced by? Who oh would yeah, you get true. Friend Drescher for <laughs> sure. <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> for <laughs> sure. Who would the pet psychic be voiced by? Also oh Fran yeah. Drescher. <laughs> 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 Let's get her back. <laughs> yes. Should, um, should we get some cards out? Yeah, I can also do the quick natal chart report. So the sun is in cancer. I already knew and I heard that you were a cancer. Like, crabby, emotional, very soft, very tender. A cancer with a cancer rising. So, oh, man. We have, and you actually have a lot of cancer. Like, the sun yeah, is I in have, cancer. I have cancer rising. Yeah, so both of you are cancer rising. Uh, with the Virgo moon with, with details, precision, having to do things right potentially a lot of self-criticism because you want to be like if it's not perfect like you can't do things maybe yeah right because if it's not the right way or just how it is it will drive you crazy because that's virgo it's funny i am that way about some things Mm -hmm. but in other in other aspects of my life i can be quite sloppy (laughs) (laughs) the most important things are the the things that you care about um, the Mercury is in Cancer, so that's thinking and speaking. And, you know, you actually told me you just got a corporate gig. Congratulations. Thank you. For um, also tying in mental health. And we were, I was saying, oh, there, that must be hard to do because you have a fine line with the corporate gig. And then mental health, you were saying, well, so many stuff, so many things have been said already. I want to do it in a different way. How will I have now these creative challenges that you have to, it's an obstacle course that now you have to turn over in your mind come up some solutions and then try it out yes take some risks for sure yeah i'm excited about that it was also interesting for us to talk about you know you were also talking about oh i had been working so much you know you spent so much time in my backyard i haven't even really been there that much because you were working nights and how you actually created the venue so that you could also perform and get yourself you know work out your material to a certain level and it was interesting for me to hear how you work because I only kind of hear about how Lewis Moulds works and know what his process is yeah and everyone's different so it's cool to hear you talk about writing your process and how you you know massage things or like you know get to a 
place where you're happy with. I'm new. Yeah, I was just saying that. I'm new. I've only been in comedy for now uh, two years. And, you know, most of those two years were during a pandemic, (laughs) right? So, yeah, yeah, I had to, like, you know, it was either having the choice of, like, giving up entirely, which a lot of people did. Yes. Or to somehow forge my path through this, you know, and so that's I was like, literally, the only way that you're going to survive is if you create your mm-hmm. own venue, your your own audience. Um, that's like a microcosm of like the cool. prepper mentality. You have to like make grow your own vegetables. You have yep. to like filter your own well water. Yes. Yep. I'm beginning now two years later because I don't want to do things when people tell me to like I'm not going to watch The Sopranos when everyone liked it. I watched it like 15 years later. I'm not baking sour bread in March 2020. I'm doing it now. <laughs> nice. I started, you know, it's like, and I have to. The That's food, the move. The cost of food is so fucking high that, like, I don't want to. But it's like you have to. It's like when you grow up and put on, you know, what, putting on like my big girl pants. I'm going to make some fucking bread because it's too expensive. And it like will be better for me. It's like when people thought there was going to be, like, proper, like, food shortages and stuff, like, yes. last March. But actually, it's going to be, like, this coming march probably like it's it always comes true but it's always not when you expect yeah i'm i'm sad that i don't have hunting fishing trapping growing skills we we have a west exposure so there's no good sun so like i can't really Mm. it's okay you know i have my solutions but you know you do what you can in my little in my pod i do what i can in my pod do what you can with what you have and that is my motto for life and you can do a lot with like not a lot as well. Hey, yeah, that space was a gar- literally a garbage yeah. dump. That that yeah. that that back there. Yeah. yeah, back there was literally a garbage dump, and I, I had to. They renovated the basement. They mm-hmm. dumped all of the wall and the flooring, and oh. I had to go there and you know throw it out, and you know yeah, but that's what I did, you know. Did did what I could with what I had, and you know, it's amazing. You've given people countless hours of laughter, all the emotions in between. I remember the first night we did our show was like a huge social scene. There were so many people there, and it was a great party. It was probably the most that everyone had uh, been around each other or getting to meet new people. And even I, I had some nice comments from like random audience members. I don't know where they came from. They were like, "Oh, thank you for giving us." the space or thanks for putting this on like they were very grateful for it that's amazing and i also have to say like you know why comedy doesn't get funded because comedy is dangerous because all the shit that i like many of the things that i hear people say at at the space are like things that everyone has been thinking but no one feels like they can actually say and and all uh, a wide range of opinions like i see people who usually have to deal with a very woke and liberal toronto crowd truly challenged in in this space that we have on our Saturdays and I saw them do like the best their best set that I've seen them do all season at a open mic you're right some people can be lazy and you're just half-assing it because people half the people are on their phones and they don't care yeah right totally. and I saw someone in a challenging space finally like do some things that also like made his girlfriend like you know recoil in horror I saw the fear in her eyes and I fucking loved it because he wasn't afraid to say some shit that probably, like, you know, destroyed her fantasies for a certain moment. You know what I mean? I find that interesting. Yeah. People are very challenged to do some intriguing things. And people are exposed to, like, a different side. So I think the commingling and the, you know, of different sides or different people coming in to check it out, coming through and performing... It's it's great and it's been amazing to witness and be a part of it. So the I have to thank you. This is awesome. I thank you. And the way that I see it is that um, I am I am I would categorize myself as woke. I am, yes. but I don't like. Not everybody needs to agree with me. We mm-hmm. do need varying sides of opinions in this world it would be very boring if we all thought the same thing and though i don't agree with everything that's being said in my space you're you know you're definitely not going to have an ounce of respect for me or even listen to me if i'm un- if i'm unkind to you you know so if i'm 
open and generous t- to everyone, at least people, even if I'm not funny, will have a bit of respect for the things that I have to say when I do say it. Um, and that's how I go about it. And and that is what my experience has been. And mm-hmm. um, and you know what? Some of the shock comedians um, tend to have intimidating personas. But in my experience, um, then knowing them after mm-hmm. the show and personally, some of these people who can say <laughs> some <laughs> some very striking (laughs) sentences in their (laughs) act have ended up being the most unbelievable uh loyal friends who really really have come through for me during some really difficult times this year um like and it's it's really you know it's changed i know that i've I know that I've had an, an effect on people and they've also had an effect on me. And if I had this holier than thou way of going about things, yeah. then I would never learn anything. And those people would never learn from me. And, and like, how are we going to move forward with that? Like, we just, you know, you're not always going to agree with someone, but like. Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good point about like, um people being because it's all about like being in person as well and actually like letting people like express themselves because there's too much of like a very cut and dry thing of like either you're like uh, an anti-masker or you're like a cooked mask e <laughs> and it's like there's no real you kind of like are forced to pick a side in, yeah, in how it's like right. viewed online or something there's like a very like um strange like dichotomy with it but actually when you do like um interact with someone in person uh we actually have a lot more in common than it's a real strange place to be <laughs> because i was actually oh i was actually awarded um i was awarded uh for um what's uh what's it called uh What's the word for the key to the city? Uh, I I base I volunteered like thousands of hours making masks for oh a, right, a yeah. group home of people who um, have intellectual um, disabilities. Um, and so I, I yeah and so I for really this was when it, during the pandemic that like it was actually faux pas to talk about masks or wear Mm. masks right i would get kicked out of internet groups for teaching people how to make masks it was yeah it was real bad and i i I, so i'm anyway so i I was so strongly um pro mask when okay i sound like such a hipster i was so pro mask (laughs) like back when i was was so into it you guys before but really it was like i was actually like i was i was first on the mask thing like week one when they told you like not to wear one because i was like i need to get ahead of (laughs) this yeah he was i kind of i kind of liked the aesthetic and when when we like um put them on like i realized like it actually really hurts my nose i've got like a real pointy nose it's better for like i guess like asian flat flat faces really yes because white you people have, can't like you had the masks. pointy and you had the bridge we don't have it right so like like uh, you know you could just press on my yeah. nose and i'm like a pug it's fine it was like march like you irritated your big honker yeah and then i went like the <laughs> other direction with it yeah. <laughs> I, I'm in the. I'm actually. I'm in the newspaper for the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you? For yeah. Oh, what it, did it say? Like uh, it was. Uh, oh, I look it, was it was. Oh my god. So much press. Hilarious. It was in What's the. It this? was the Globe and Mail. Um, this is so funny. It was the Globe <laughs> and the Mail. You can look it up. Mail. It's. It's very early in in the yeah. pandemic. Um, this is so. I think funny. it was like March the sixteenth okay. or something. Uh, or it so was much suddenly homemade. I I gotta read this. So much demand, as in so like sewing. Suddenly, homemade masks are booming cottage industry. That is so funny. Oh, I didn't even know. I also didn't know that you did this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all coming out. Um, okay. Yeah. So anyways, my point of saying that is that, like, here I am in the newspaper 
you know, I dedicated like uh, so many hours yeah, to, to yeah. making masks. Yeah. But wow. there are a, a couple of people that I really, really care about that are actually yeah. very good people that are they're they're anti mask. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it's one of these things, uh, you know, I'm sure people listening to this are like, get a probably like get a backbone. And but like, <laughs> I, what do you I mean? Am I gonna just choose to not? You know, these. I mean, they're the kind of they'll still they're still going to go. They're not gonna be an asshole and not wear a mask, but they just, you know, they have their own opinions about it. Mm. And I'm just, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna just turn on someone <laughs> because I don't have the same op- I the yeah. same opinion as them. Like yeah, some yeah. We don't can. all need to some like. People can't <coughs> wear it. Yeah. It's we don't all need to like agree on it because it's like it's been the biggest assault on people like psychologically and obviously i have my own like uh beliefs on like the real the real agenda (laughs) i don't need to expand on it but like um it isn't like i still can't like blame people there's a lot of like pictures of people just like wearing like crazy shit on their faces like you know, cut out, like, tents and stuff, like, plastic bags. And it's, like, funny, but actually, like, when you think about it for a second, it's like, hmm, these people are traumatized by this, like, thing. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, they just said, everyone stay inside. They didn't really explain it, so people had to, like, fill it in for themselves. And I think it was meant to be very, like, ambiguous, so people were, like, looking for some kind of, like, instruction. And obviously with, like, vaccine passports it's um i think that's the real like the real outcome of it i think that's what it was all about but i think people i don't though i do agree with a lot of the rules that have come forth not all of them but a lot of them i think that you should have distrust for any government coming up with any kind of law in a in an ultra fast way you know, there's something about that that is kind of like, ooh, yeah. emergency there's orders there's extended, there's a always snap election, there's, you know, all this crazy stuff. There's yeah. always like a yeah. checks and balances thing. On. And that's what like people were talking about, especially when like Trump was in office. It was like, oh, we need these branches to be separate. We need to have like, you know, checks and balances, due process. But if you have emergency, state of emergency things and you can just rush through legislation and just like... um yeah that's that's extremely uh that's a problem yeah i'm not i'm not really one for you know a lot of conspiracy theories or or anything but like is your is your mic on oh am i not oh it is yeah sorry okay sorry yeah i'm not like huge on conspiracy theories i just don't smoke enough weed but (laughs) um (laughs) you know like yeah i Anyways, uh, what a crazy time! <laughs> yeah, we don't need to. We don't need to dissect this. Should we get some cards out? Yep, I got the cards. Sick. Can hand them across. You can direct her. Okay, so, so can, yeah, I'll, you, you I'll hold the uh, mic for you. Okay. Oh yeah. So I'll play. if you could um, shuffle those, okay, and um, yeah, put it in the stand. Yeah, you just shuffle the cards, putting your energy into it, and then just shuffle as long as you feel is necessary. Yeah, just, you're not on the mic, so just uh, just play the drums. Yeah, so uh, what she said, shuffle the cards, um, and then make them into three uh, separate piles. And then uh, restack those piles in, uh, in an order. Sick. I'm gonna hand these back to. Okay, do we have the right side? Which side is up? Is is this the side that's supposed to be facing away from me? I think yeah, that's the one. Okay, good. Got it. All right. I'll do a seven card reading. One, two, three, four, five. As you're doing this, I'm going to tell you yeah. that I uh, 
I actually taught my pet lovebird, Pip, yeah. how to pick out cards from a deck and flip them over oh. so she can technically read tarot cards. Wow. <laughs> I have the pass card, which is like the king of swords reverse. So let's see what we got here. Have you, you've had tarot cards read? Oh, yes? yeah. <laughs> so you're talking about an ex-goth over here. I know, right? So then do you, so then you could just do this yourself then, right? No, you have Don't to do you know? it. No, it's not fun. But you, how, do you have your understanding of the tarot? Oh, I've got a terrible memory and most of the things that I know about That's tarot so cards I've forgotten. So. All right. Okay. Well, we have the king of swords. And, you know, the swords have to do with power, authority, intellection. It's like the air element. Okay, so reversed. Ah. When reversed, the king shows the negative qualities of the air signs. Fickleness, using words as... Using words to wound, gossiping, superficiality, playing one person against the other, or rigidity of opinions. I mean, that's kind of happening outside the world and in the community, like everywhere. There's always some sort of funny little... You know, people talking, little t- the tongues are wagging, yeah. especially in this age. Oh, yeah. I think that's There's, what it's about, you know? I've given a lot of people a lot of things to gossip about. Mm. <laughs> uh, wait, is Leo, air, is Leo an air sign? No, it's a fire sign. Fire sign. Yes. A Leo just broke up with me, so it can't be oh. him. <laughs> oh, and it could be, it could be too, right? That's like something like that. But look, I'm going to go to... and. Do we know anything more about this person's astrology? Do you know they're like sun, moon, and rising out of just curiosity? Um, his birthday was August the 12th. Well, I, I don't think I can do it. Oh, August, August the 12th. No, I would need more information to get more. And then the location, which maybe we don't want to talk about on air. But yeah, like, yeah, you know, it's fine. We won't do that. Wouldn't that be awkward if, like, out of the blue, I called him up and was like, could you know the exact place you were born and the time? Maybe the L.A. bird detective. Could, um... 4.44 a.m. 11, 11 a.m. That's one. <laughs> was it? Wait, was it actually like an L.A. bird detective? It LA was not pet. specifically okay. a bird detective. She <laughs> actually had no information sl- on oh. birds. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, it was uh, simply... It was I've just got that character stuck in my head. Like the bird, he's like got feathers all over him. Yeah, that would be great. Oh, yeah. like a f- like a frazzled, kooky yeah. guy or girl. Yeah, opens the suitcase, just feathers come out. <laughs> oh, oh no. whoa. You know what the messy... Oh, it's like an animated I'm show. I can, I can see it all. We might have to discuss... Uh, <laughs> It's because uh, the contract after Marlena Kaysler's bird mysteries. <laughs> it's a bird mystery. You're a bird oh mystery God. detective solver. You're the one who finds them. Oh, that would be great. That's good. You've got like a cool hat. Yeah. <laughs> you need a cool hat. I definitely do. I always need a cool hat. Any excuse for a cool hat. I'll agree to it. Marlena's bird mysteries. Yeah, I think that would be really good. Wait, that would be uh, really exciting. Say it again, Bob. Put delay in your voice. Marlena's bird mysteries airing now at eight seven central on Bird News Network. <laughs> That's good. The next card is your present, and it's a nice, steady seven of pentacles, which basically has to do with career, home. You know, career, home, finances. And you already told me you booked two gigs. Like, you quit your job. You got a very cool job. Yes. Talk about the cool job. And then you have, like, you know, the mental health corporate gig. So, like, that is actually correct. Yeah. Your hard work is, is paying off and up you go. Yes. Yeah. Love I it. got a corporate gig for comedy. This is pretty, pretty rare that somebody yeah. just two years into comedy is booking, booking paying gigs. But that did happen to me. Um, and I got, um, there's this, I haven't signed any contract yet, but I have been, uh, looks like I'll be getting a job that is buying Halloween costumes for a movie dream (laughs) job, total dream job. Do you, do you know what I want to be for Halloween this year? Oh, okay. Uh, caterpillar. Close. Whoa. I want to be like, that actually would be cool. I always wanted to have that type of like hot dog and mustard encased 
type costume, you know, like yeah. you're in a thing because I think that's more fun because I have these really long like black boots. I, I said to Louis, he's like, what? I'm like, I want to be a candy with legs. A candy like the green M&M. M&M. Like I would be the green M&M, but I want to just be like a candy with legs because I have these like long boots. So nice. I just want to make myself like a round green thing. Yeah. Do it, it's, man. It do it. Hey, stupid. look, if I, while, while sure I'm easy. looking for the costumes, I will give you a heads up <gasps> if I see a candy with legs costume. That's what I want to be. Okay. A candy with legs. So yeah, if you just find something, I have the legs. I just need a candy sheet. I, a human-sized candy sheet. You heard it straight here. <laughs> I got the legs. <laughs> wow. And guess what? Shouts the, out Marlene the plug. Yeah. The legs. <laughs> for everything, actually. You, you gave people a lot of new and interesting things that they didn't know that they wanted and they didn't know existed until they came to the space. Cause even I had friends come through or like whatever, like it's, it actually is a magical place. So thank you. Thank you. It's fun. Um, listen, the star is rising. Um, we have the first major arcana card. This is representing the future position and I'm sorry. I haven't shown it to you. Like they don't, it's That's the star. Beautiful. So it's like hope, positivity, this is also like the sign of Aquarius and good things to come. So, you know, when you wish upon a star, all your dreams come true. So, like, I actually really like this. It's a really nice energy. Nice. Mm-hmm. I love that. I need that. Let me tell you. The tide is turning. We have uh, the lesson already learned. It's the page of wands. In this deck, it's known as the daughter of wands. So we have now a different energy. The energy of fire, passion, ideas, and creativity. Um, the daughter or the page of wands is a messenger. I I always have a bad interpretation of this, so I'm going to jump to the book because it, it might illuminate better. Um, when we have the page of wands, that may, you know, represent an aspect of yourself because it's like a feminine card, so it could be the female em- element. So the page of wands represents a message of importance to your current project or situation usually affecting work although it may be of a social nature hey this is all this sounds good. like comedy that's right the information is positive so okay fine great things are well comedy is good keep it going that's a lesson already learned so i think that's cool thank you yes lesson learned comedy is nice Ooh, the lesson coming into your life is also a, a really great blessing I'll show you here. It's the Nine of Cups. Ooh, Nine of Cups. Uh, I remember I remember this yes. from my goth days. Uh, <laughs> cups are like emotions and relationships. And mm. is am I, am I right? Yes, you're and in the right. if you got nine of them and they're full, that means a lot of good. Yes. And this is kind of like the Make-A-Wish card. It's the Make-A-Wish Foundation of Tarot nine cards. Full. Um, nine bags full. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really nice. I got and the star. I got the nine. Yeah, cups. that and That's the star portends a lot of great things happening in your future uh, from day to night because the nine of cups has the moon like evening thing. Wow. What's working for you? We have the exciting lightning bolts of the eight of wands, which is sudden travel, sudden things changing, fortunes changing, things changing quick, travel on the horizon or like things move fast. And a lot of things, even since. I last saw you, which was quite a while, like, you know, the last time we caught up. Oh, yeah. A lot of things have changed because I was like, oh, wow. Well, that's like, this like, happened, this that's stopped. fully my life. Honestly, like, my life moves so fast that sub- card does not surprise me. You know what? Two days ago, I didn't have yeah. a job. I didn't have oh. a corporate gig. Like, wow. oh, fast. Wow. It's real fast. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. And the final card, and I think we have to unpack this a little bit. This is... The queen of wands, what's not working. So I'm going to see. Sometimes it could be like, you know, like, oh, don't do too much. You know what I mean? That's usually what, like, don't do too much yeah. with your life. Yeah. Don't don't overextend yourself. But too late. <laughs> That's true. You, you do so many things. OK. No, I mean, socially prominent. The queen of wands represents a woman in a position of authority and shines in her endeavors. She is warm, generous, and loving, honorable, creative, intelligent, friendly, and mature. Her advice is well worth taking, and she will be a loyal confidant or provide valuable assistance. Uh, oh, now is a good time for you to move forward in any business or creative venture you're planning. All right. 
If the queen represents you, also, yes, she is an indication that you have the qualities within yourself that you need to succeed. I love it. Great. This is a great reading. I. It's very cool. I expected, like, somehow you had, like, my God, Char, how do you have eight death cards? <laughs> How no. did I get all of <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> cards from another deck got mixed up into this one, and you have uh, five aces of death. And one fool. <laughs> that represents you. <laughs> That's your face on it. Yeah. Damn, these cards are, these cards are strange. <laughs> the bird detective hooked me up. Yeah, I, I and, and like the mass group of like, they're like it now has 300 people and she had to split it into different regions <laughs> because people got into it that's wild uh Do i don't know what it's I like th- um <laughs> it's like a globalist thing of just like you're like the propaganda person and that's why you've been given these like jobs because it's like <laughs> you've done them like a favor so it's like we need to make sure that she's like make uh, sure she's taking yeah. give her that give her that corporate gig yeah. for somebody <laughs> somebody was like all right you can give her the corporate gig for mental health awareness yeah <laughs> they've like they've like bugged we've the, read her mind and like we'll give the her the six-week job that, of what she was always wanting to do <laughs> oh man okay. like could you imagine it's like this is what i said though i said <laughs> okay because like this is the 2021 holy shit it it hit me like a runaway train it just and uh, and i got i felt like i got hit by a train and and uh, and the and the most of 2021 i spent stumbling down a hill <laughs> <laughs> and like anything i was excited about any endeavor that i did failed miserably like oh. a like a, a hot fire car crash uh it was so bad but then um then i recently just quit my job um which isn't actually a big deal because you know you work in film and the jobs mm-hmm. come and they go um but i i recently did that and i uh and i said at right after i did it i said to my friend i was like you know what from now on for the rest of the year i got rid of all the shit things i've had enough shit things for an entire year to happen to me in the first half of 2021 now let the rest of it be good <laughs> you know so that's what i'm hoping i'm hoping that that's and this so this is a great reading if you think it you can do it i think that's a good point to leave yeah it um Thanks, Marlena. That Thank was really fun. Thank you for fun. having me. Um, we might be able to make that mic actually at 10. Oh, is there a 10 o'clock? Something? Yeah. We'll yeah. see anyway. Yeah, true. All right. Uh, Pangstars. Stars. <laughs>